Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So it's that time again, another year older, and another movie marathon. <laughs> seems to be becoming a SP film viewers tradition now, doesn't it? I'd like to keep this going. Yeah. For as long as we can, really. As long as we do this. Yeah. It, it was really enjoyable, this was, but we did have some good snacks. Um, I feel like we, we even outdid ourselves compared to last time. It was a nicer environment, isn't it, at this house than it is the other one? <laughs> yeah. It's true. But, but the only problem was the table that I created as a snack table was in the living room, whereas last time it was in the kitchen, so you had to get up and move around to yeah. go and get your snacks, where this was like literally just right next to us. It was quite dangerous. Yeah, we had a good time anyway, so. Mm, we did, and uh, you'll probably have seen us trying to do reels. <laughs> yeah. So they're up there, and we also did some stories and stuff to kind of document the day, didn't we? Yes. So... The idea of this episode, anyway, I'll say now is it might be a bit more unedited, should we say, as to things for, for mean of for convenience of time, really, to get this episode out, really. So if there's any blunders, as opposed to usual, when I'm more meticulously when I'm editing, then it's it's more the case of just uh, just freestyling it in a sense and being a bit more like a blah, blah, blah kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, because so. obviously we've got to fit quite a bit in. Yeah, yeah. And we want we don't want you guys getting bored of us talking yeah. too in-depth, even though I've wrote so many notes because I know what I'm like. Like, I'm one of those goldfish people. <laughs> something enters my brain, something else has to go out for me to retain yeah. it, so I have to write them. So what we're going to start with is the film that neither of us have seen then the one that you're watching for the first time and then lastly is the one that we've both seen after i think that was kind of like how did it last time anyway so i think so yeah so you want your kind of full divided attention in, initially. at the beginning of the day yeah and then the one that you haven't you have seen at the end and, you yeah. can kind of be like mm. Yeah, yeah I've, I've seen this, it's not so bad, or it's, oh, I've loved seeing this, can't wait to see it again, which last year that's what it was, because it was like that land. This year it wasn't the case. Not so much, yeah. Of jokey one, really. Yeah. But anyway, let's get on with talking about the first one, one we neither of us have seen, and that is, of course, I had to throw a Japanese film in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Of as as you all, all well know, we love Japanese cinema and everything about it. We just we just love it to bits. Can't we? Can't not not no. do it. Yeah. Um, and this and this one is called Tampopo, which actually is, translates to dandelion, and it so kindly tells you in the opening credits. Because it does, like, and just, at the end, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Wraps um, it all up. Yeah, it's. 
it's, it's, <laughs> it's one of the weirdest Japanese films I've seen. Um, the first of all, the basic storyline is beautiful and it's really lovely. Yeah. And that part of the film is like gold dust. It's really, really lovely because this person, the truckers are helping out Tampopo and she's just like, basically now I think her husband must have passed away and she's looking after a little boy and they kind of can see that she needs a little bit of help and support and they don't really need to do anything. They don't know her. They, they don't really need to help her at all and it's just some kind-hearted men Mm-hmm. Even, yeah, they might say that they've fallen in love, but even then, that's not the reason why he did it. No, it's... he wanted to see her progress. He saw the potential within her work and he kind of wanted just to really help her find a foot in and be the best that she could be, really. Which is lovely. It's like that, like somebody to just be there for you for no in sent of for their own yeah normally now it's like you scratch my back i'll scratch your back kind of thing or what am i gonna get out of it it. yeah he got nothing out of it no not really apart from the enjoyment well i guess enjoyment of seeing it come into fruition obviously yeah but it wasn't anything selfish that he was gonna gain which is a look that that little story in itself is beautiful yeah you could argue the case of it maybe like oh well he kind of gets to know her a bit and then it's kind of like that inkling of whether he's going to fall in love with her type of thing but it's kind of like that no, I'm not really interested but I think kind of secretly isn't she oh, kind of is too of but course yeah it's it, mutual but it doesn't really get to that sappy point at the end it's kind of like a he's a bit like this the film's kind of called like a Japanese western there are some <laughs> elements of that because he's kind of like the lone ranger type of character where he's kind of like you know, my yeah. work here is done type of thing at the end and kind of like, yeah, I'll I'll leave and then ride off of me, the sunset and the, the horse. On your truck instead yeah. of the horse. horse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think as well, it's kind of, you do have a little bit of a scuffle and a brawl kind of. Yeah, there's those tropes, yeah. Yeah, but it's not a Western as what we would oh, no. class as a Western. No, no, no. And like the, the instance at the beginning where obviously they're coming into the ramen shop and again it's kind of like oh god it, it was making me so hungry <laughs> and you know the usual thing almost like the record skip when someone <laughs> walks into and it's like what are you doing here kind of thing yeah you don't belong here you're not yeah, a regular yeah yeah um, so that type of vibe but the ramen oh, did the, make the, you hungry it <laughs> did yeah. we've had ramen we, we've been lucky enough i don't think it was home brewed like this ramen i think it's from one of those machines if i remember um probably yeah well no actually it wasn't I know we did go to one place where they did do a proper in well, a we kitchen. We ordered it off yeah. the machine. Is that That's, what you mean? Yeah. 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 So I was thinking it came out of this machine. No, it didn't. No, it wasn't like a cup of soup thing <laughs> or something from a vending machine. No, no, it was an actual proper. It just, you self-collect, you paid on the machine, yeah. then they cooked it for you. Yeah, yeah, they? yeah. Made to order. These pink, which looks like shrimp, but it's like artificial pink thing that's within the ramen. It gets flung on that guy's face. <laughs> what uh, is that? Oh, yes. So I did have to look that up, actually, because I didn't actually know what it was. I'm thinking it must have a name. It was called Naruto Maki, which is, I think it's what's called ramen fish cake. I could definitely do without that in my ramen. Right. Like, okay. 
unless it adds flavour, but when I actually ate it, I remember I didn't like it. You might like it now, maybe, if it was... You've had more, like, sushi and stuff. More accustomed to that. It's very so. fishy. That's what I recall <laughs> yeah. it being. But and rubbery. I, yeah, I can maybe get that, yeah. Because it's kind of... It's almost like it looks like a fake, like, candy type thing, doesn't <laughs> it? Just it in looks a way. like it shouldn't belong in yeah. your ramen. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was that kind of... The way that spoke about food within this. Where they described it and where they obviously used the cinematography to make it look really appetising. You know, like in Studio Ghibli films where it's kind of like they make the food look so, like, beautifully, like, glistening and, well, and everything. It just bring it to life. in Japan, though, don't they, really? Yeah. Because it's like they well, have um, plastic kind of food. Yeah, yeah, displayed. Um, displayed to yeah. show what you could, you could get. And the way that they photograph it, I know, like, on a lot of Japanese um, menus... They used to say these pictures aren't what the food possibly could look like. Mm -hmm. But it's like, which really seems mind-boggling to me. Like in the UK, it's like, if you were looking at a menu, normally the picture of what the food is, is what you're going to get. Not always it's, the case. McDonald's. <laughs> it's not like a pretty Pizza. picture. <laughs> <laughs> Things that spring to mind at the moment with how when we've ordered stuff and it's like, that doesn't look like that at all. But More glamorised, I yeah. guess. But this is like completely plastic food, isn't it? Yeah. It was the part where they did the noodles um, of how to cook the noodles. Uh -huh. So like the fact that it needs to be in for certain temperature and then I don't do this. I'm really bad. Um, <laughs> and that to make it crunchy, like squishy, but chewy, but kind of like smooth at the same yeah. time. And I'm like. I don't know. I didn't even think about all these. But I guess it's a similar thing like spaghetti, isn't it? Yeah. Because you can overcook spaghetti. Yes, you can. And it can spoil it. Mm, makes it just chewy. But again, that's also another thing of like, depending on the quality of the spaghetti as well, similar to noodles, you can tell the difference, guys, sometimes with yeah. certain foods. Just certain foods you shouldn't just skimp on. Bread is, a, is a definitely something you should not skimp on bread. Cheap bread is just like no cardboard. Enough, yeah. it? Unless you toast it, I guess you could get away with it because it creates to be cardboard yeah, anyways, doesn't it? Just... <laughs> but going on to the pasta side of things, mm -hmm. there was a another food element which kind of made me chuckle. Mm -hmm. Where we're in like a restaurant where it's showing like etiquette for... Eating spaghetti. Eating yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> First of all, let's just put an inside joke on... On Paul here. I know it is your birthday, but <laughs> Paul's spaghetti eating isn't the best. I, I, like, if we took you to Italy, I'm pretty sure they would laugh at how you eat your spaghetti. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at twisting around the spoon and everything like that. You, you just... need a bib, like if that's going to even happen. You're you're more like a Japanese. You would want to slurp it and be like yeah, a bit of an animal a... eater. Yeah, yeah. Or cut up. Um, like you're five, <laughs> not thirty-two. Child at heart, yeah. <laughs> so, I am. I am quite food etiquette. I can do the fork and the spoon, and I can twizzle mm -hmm. quite well. And so, I would be fine in Italy. Mm -hmm. But they're saying about the fact that obviously, when in Japan, they slurp, don't they? Yeah, Their noodles like yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's common practice for them to do that. And actually, it's. 
if you don't, if there's no like noise or sound or slurps, they would think that you're not enjoying so, it. Yeah, like, sort of the level of disrespect. Yeah. For it, so that which is kind of weird when they obviously like in this this cutaway, should we say, because there's a fair few of them in the film, and um, and it's kind of like yeah, they're doing this like oh, this is how people in other countries eat spaghetti. You know, like, no, so they don't make any sound <laughs> while you're doing this. All these Japanese women are all sitting around doing, trying to not do that. And then this, it, well, it looks like an Englishman in Japan. He's just kind of, like, embracing the culture of yeah. thing and just slurping the spaghetti up like it's nothing. And then they all kind of succumb to it and we're like, ah, well, we're we're in the country and this is what we, we do, so we'll just go with it. So. We are who we are, yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But I do think to be fair just because we've not been brought up with it it does seem it puts it would put me off my food a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> if i'm completely honest if i was hearing all these slurpy sounds yeah it would probably make me that scene for me was quite funny but it was like i don't know if i could eat while i'm hearing all this <laughs> noises <laughs> <laughs> no. if i'm completely honest it probably put me off but some of the Japanese eating habits that they do have, like what they have for breakfast and stuff like that, is just obviously different. It's a culture shock initially when I went. Yeah. Um, like having rice for breakfast, which just seems bizarre. Like unless I've got it for my evening meal. Yeah. Um, they do really do well with the cutaways in this film, but some are bizarre, aren't they? Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's a couple of just a bit questionable. One in particular I can think of, which is a bit made me feel a bit as what does it sound like really uncomfortable in a in a in a way. More the fact that this well, the very first one we get is it's kind of like it's like this fourth wall breaking bit of the opening. I thing. think that's amazing. I really do. Love it. The the guy who's like this almost like narrator type of person in like comes to the cinema with his, his, I guess, like a Yakuza person or something, mm-hmm. with his, like, doll or whatever, um, sits down in this, in front of the row of the cinema with this, like, buffet spread out kind of thing, kind of setting it up the thing of, every, you know, this is all about food kind of thing, and he then starts talking to the audience, us, like, saying about, like, oh, I, you know, like, <laughs> I hate it when people in the cinema start rustling the crisps or whatever and then he goes and threatens somebody's who's doing such a thing which I kind of yeah, get is is very annoying it is but then it, it's the cinema's fault for providing that <laughs> those that, kind of things yeah 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 you know for trouble I suppose like popcorn is like when you're going in yeah it's the same thing I, I seem to be able to have selective hearing and I can then Definitely tone it, it out. But no, I loved the way that it opened up the film yeah. with somebody watching the film, the film. Which was almost like the film that we are watching as well. So they're yeah. watching with us in a sense. But the same character keeps cropping back up, doesn't he? And there's like a situation where he's, he's like in a hotel room with his this girlfriend of his and like, you know, eating stuff off her body and then like passing a egg yolk in between the mouths it's a bit like that's a bit ugh. but what I'm referring to is more the, the bit was like well there's like a, a section where he's out by the ocean this girl is collecting oysters 
he eats the oyster from her the, hand. The, and then it's like this is weird thing where he starts she starts licking his lips or something because there's no, blood on it. And it's like, that was the bit that was like, oh, no, well, why is this happening? Because aren't mm. you with somebody else in it? But she looks really young and that's a bit like, you know, puts me off a little bit. But Now, this is the thing. I was wondering if it was like flitting back again. It Was it her at a younger age and that's how they met? At... Um, because they both had that food kind of... And she does actually look a bit younger than him even when she's mm. grown up. So that yeah, was my... I don't know. That wasn't really established as such. I wish that kind of maybe maybe made a bit more clarity on that. But maybe you are supposed to think that because that she's all into this kind of weird, like, eating yeah. in a sexualised manner type of thing. So maybe that is the case. But I kind of did think uh, maybe you should maybe clarify that, perhaps, and uh, make it weird that you just make I'm yeah. taking out with a younger child. Yeah, because but... that's yeah, that's how I assumed it to be. I don't know if that is true mm. or not. Okay. Um, but let's let's just go with that. Yeah. What was horrible though is, then was it shrimp or something yeah, yeah. on her stomach? Yeah. And he's like pretending to tickle her with him and like. Yeah, like drowning thing, and it's like. Oh, I'd be like that. That would not be a turn on point for me. It'd be like, oh, get them off me! Why the hell are you doing that? And the yolk, the raw yolk thing. I know. Well, us in the UK think you shouldn't eat it, mm. really, because it's like salmonella, you can get poorly yeah. kind of thing. You should cook your eggs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but apparently, it's, I think it's a fallacy, isn't it? Because people do eat raw egg yolk and it's fine. But it was the passing while you're trying to kiss this and this egg yolk. And then when it kind of, I don't know, she must have been like in a very happy place when she's kind of like, chomps on it and it's like melting all down the mouth kind of thing yeah she's kind of like some form of ecstasy for her and it's like yeah it's dribbling down her mouth like she's just vomiting almost as it was horrible it's like and then i was thinking what is this adding the only thing it's kind of adding is kind of like breaking up the the story but showing how the people are appreciating food in their own ways is is all i can make out from like all these different use food in that way (laughs) Unless it's like chocolate or something. Yeah, the normal things that people would, yeah. <laughs> strawberries and cream and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's fine. Not but prawns not, and oh. God knows what else. Yeah. God, it was horrible. Oh. And the way that that story ends as well for them to eat. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell? Like, he, end, he ends up dying and he's shot, like... By some mysterious... Yeah. You don't have a clue yeah. who by... And he's dead. Well, well, he's crawling, and then she's yeah. crying, wailing. And it's like, well, I know. Obviously, I, if you died, I'd be really upset. Yeah. I'm not. But it was just like, I'd, why? Like, what? I'd, I don't understand. A, it's got nothing to do with food. Yeah, they did speak about a lot of food when well, he was dying. Yeah, yeah, because he said, "I want to experience other things with you," type of thing, and mm. yeah, but. I really, really enjoyed the, the main, main story. story. Yeah. Like, for me, sometimes I feel like the length of this film went on a little bit and the side stories were a bit yeah. blah. Yeah. The one the one I really liked that really made me laugh is um, <laughs> where there's this kind of, like, again, almost random scenario where this man's running home to his, his wife who's, like, on the deathbed. And then he's... Don't he's, get me started. And then he's like, oh, I know what you can do 
to kick, kick her awake or whatever, go cook dinner for us. And she kind of like, almost like zombified almost, like kind of gets up and kind of staggers over and starts cooking the food. And like, what? This is so surreal. And then they're all like eating the food, uh, him and the kids and everything. And then it's like, uh, this is really good. And then it's like, oh, full my destiny, my purpose or whatever. And she's in this diet is there. And then and it's like, dad's like, come on, eat your food. This is the last meal that your mother's made for us. So just how, eat it up. And the kids are all like crying. So. How traumatic is that for a child? And also, what a dick of a move for, you know, you you your wife is on her deathbed, go cook in the kitchen. That proper got my back up, that did. It was like, is that what people think women are? Because we're so much more than that. No, no, I just like the concept of it. Just like, that's what, kind of like the last thing that she does for them is just to, oh, I'll feed my family. And then it's like, right, okay, you're on your own now. And it's, My job's done. Yeah, yeah I, get, I get it. But it's just... just a comedic it, thing just so out there it's funny but it's just one of those where it's like oh, you could have done so much more with her you could have hugged her you could have you know kissed her or something not like just forced her in the kitchen like i'd felt really guilty if that was like the last thing i said to you yeah i just really like the way that this film like tackles food and just makes it all look really presentable and in a way it makes you like hunger for having something because it's like yeah you want I eat some ramen now. 100% want to eat ramen. Um, that is what this film does give you. And it gives you that passion for food of how you do want to fulfil somebody's stomach. <laughs> like, I know when I cook a meal and I'm like, does everyone like it? And you kind of, when she's waiting for people to try her ramen, she's like looking and it's like, is it, is it, is it okay? Does everybody like it? And yeah. I, I know, I don't know if you do it, Sometimes do I, I don't I know approval. I don't make food from scratch that often, but I do. Especially something I feel like I've put a lot of effort into. I'm hoping like oh, I've done it right. It's cooked properly and, and all that kind of stuff, and just hope that people enjoy it. Just like anybody does, really, for making yeah. something from scratch rather than just banging something that was already sort of processed and just did it, did it in the oven. It's yeah, it's not the same, but it is something like that where you like. You've got that pride. It's taking yeah. you time Maybe. and effort and yeah. love to put into it, and you want somebody to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what is amazing about this film. And it's a simple concept of ramen or food mm -hmm. done in a really clever way. way. Yeah. The only other thing I thought was a bit strange, and you did mention this while we were watching it, mm. is the stamina um, for a woman to make ramen. Oh yes, yeah, so yeah, there was kind of like. Again, a little bit of ignorance there, perhaps, but the fact that it's almost like, oh, only men can be run a ramen shop and cook the thing, which is kind of like, oh, it's kind of like an odd concept. Not saying, oh, oh, I mean, it's sort of equal playing field for men and women to be in the, the kitchen and stuff, but I thought it wouldn't be so much of a problem for women to be making the food as well, especially in I think it's that on the scale, of, isn't it? So yeah. it's when she was lifting that big pot of. Yeah. Um, boiling water and then moving it from each yeah. side and it's like yeah. the muscular scale of perhaps possibly yeah. that it's but... maybe a heavy lifting yeah dish but i do know that to be fair women probably do majority of the cooking at home yeah however if you look at actual michelin star chefs 
there's more men there are than women. there is yeah. women. And I think that's because the women do it all the time. Mm-hmm. That they then don't want to do it as a career. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. And that's why the men enjoy it more. Perhaps, because they're making more like an art form. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see it. Um, but no, I think any woman or man can make ramen or cook yeah, if be they want to. Discriminative in that sense, no. Um, but I do love the fact that you kind of have this kind-hearted man putting in this all for this woman yep. to not really gain anything. Yes, okay, ideally, in my head, they're going to live happily ever after. That is where I've gone with it, and they'll both live in the ramen shop and... You know, he'll yeah. do his odd trucking jobs and then he'll come back and help make ramen with her and mm-hmm. happily ever after. That's how I see it ending, really, even though it doesn't end that way. No. I've ad-libbed on to Paul, <laughs> see? Get in there. Okay. But I do think the shop, the way that it's designed mm-hmm. for um, Tampopo, mm-hmm. for Tampopo, um, is beautiful. It's just... Her at the end, the back end of it, you mean when it's all constructed? Yeah, Yeah. it's perfect, it's lovely. And obviously, you've got the dandelion kind of painted outside, lovely white furnished shop. Yeah, it's like one of those grand design type things, isn't it? Like, here's what we start with now, look what you've got, kind of thing. A whole makeover thing, it's 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 really humbling and nice to see it's kind of got to where it is after the journey that, that she's been on. Kind of thing, and it's really nice. And she really deserves it. Yeah. I think that's something that's... It does feel like a grand design thing, where yeah. this person's got a bit of a sob story, um, <laughs> but they really deserve it. Yeah. And so grateful for the outcome. And they put the graft in as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just... It shows you can do anything if you put your mind to it. Yeah. I think we'll go to a scoring. I'll lead if you're having a think. It's okay. I think I've got it. Okay. I think for me it's going to be an eight. I can't score it any higher just for the fact of the odd scenes that just put me off a mm-hmm. little bit. It's like you gave me ramen, you're making me thirsty for food, and then you make me feel a bit cringy and sicky inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> a bit strange. So obviously it might be a culture thing as well, you know. Yeah. But for me, it was just a bit... I'd have rather ha- not had that in the film. Okay. It would have standalone perfectly fine, mm-hmm. as it was for, for me personally. Okay. What about you? I think... I think it's going more... 8.5 going on 9, but I think it's it's really going to more than nine side of things. Like I said, the main put-offs bit was that particular cutaway scene was like, it doesn't really clear on like how I should feel about that. Is it, is it the way I'm taking it or is that really like a, a flashback to when he met his girl for the first time or something like mm-hmm. that? That was a bit... Mm. Um, and there was another one where this old lady's like touching stuff in a convenience store oh, or whatever. Yeah, I forgot about like that. that. Oh, and it's Jesus. like I don't know really what that's that's a bit strange. But the, <laughs> I mean I mean it keeps you on your toes. You can't say that it like, you know, it's, it's a 
keeping the story just mm -hmm. like oh we're just focusing on the ramen shop here it's giving you those like throwing these things that are kind of just like off key like what, what? like but it's also then makes you think well what value yeah. is this adding why do i need to but know this I, but like i say i i can get why it's kind of like well people are ex expressing how they feel about food in different ways <laughs> just want to poke it <laughs> and stuff so, so i'm i'm all for that i think that's a good way of um i've shown appreciation for the you know what we eat in a culinary sense so um yeah i think i'm gonna go with a nine. Ooh, that's a high one to come out with mm -hmm. on the first movie okay. marathon be interesting to see if it goes down from here for you or if it goes higher and then mm. down okay down down <laughs> down, down, down. down, down. <laughs> okay so on to the next one yeah. which is the one you haven't seen before beasts of the southern wild hush puppy yeah. there's a song now um Oh, never mind. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no? I thought there was something with Hush Puppy. But it's Hush Little Baby, Don't You Cry. Yeah. So never mind. <laughs> no. Hush Puppies is a brand of shoes, I think. Well, or was, I don't it know. It kept on making me think of sl um, Slush, slush Puppy. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That okay. was another thing as well. Yeah. Um, so this film, initially I thought when I looked at it, it was animated. I don't know why. I had a glance at the thing. Um, the cover. cover yeah and i was like oh and he was like no it's not but it's because the character looks quite blurred yeah in the image because obviously she's running with fireworks yeah she's only about six years old um, yeah pretty sure in the uk you told not to run with scissors never mind run with fireworks no but this is louisiana <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay and it's in bathtub so we can, anything goes in bathtub is there actually, I know this might, might sound really blonde, is there an actual place called Bathtub? In, uh, I, I don't actually know. I think it might just be a fictional scenario for so the, for the film. it's not based on really. a real story? Obviously, oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't think it is, okay. um, as far as I'm aware. But I think it's just an exaggeration of like you know, Louisiana, Louisiana swamps type of thing and all that kind of stuff that's very more boggy and everything. So it's in this scenario where they're living in um like almost like slummy type area where they're kind of like there's a wall divided between the mainland and where they're living and it's kind of like they're on the outskirts and they're having to just like fend for themselves in this they're living area. But... how before society became yeah yeah more normal. primitive yeah yeah um they have to find their own food, like how an animal would have to. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's the same thing that would have initially been originated with us, with cavemen and everything like that. We would have had to have killed as food, mm -hmm. yet again, to yeah. kind of get to survive. Yeah. And I think that's what they still kind of live with the survival of the fittest. Yeah, yeah. So in a sense, they are partly the beasts within mm -hmm. this, the Southern Wild, as the title kind of says, as well as this other potentially sort of metaphorical thing of these other beasts that are kind of like making the the way to this, these wetlands. Essentially, it's almost like an imminent storm or disaster yeah. thing as, as people from 
the past kind of like believed that monsters were kind of uh came apparent from thunderstorms kind of thinking all those like rumbling noises of their, their roars and all that kind I of can stuff see yeah, where yeah. They're coming yeah. from i know my granny bless her she used to hate any thunderstorms hmm. but she obviously was when world war Two yeah. was around which yeah and she used to think that it was there were bombs uh, yeah i can see where so thunder and lightning yeah. for her kind of brought that back for her so mm-hmm. i guess it is anything kind of traumatic when a thunderstorm comes it can mm-hmm. bring those emotions mm-hmm. about but i thought you'd maybe like this one because of our little lead lady that we've got hush puppy she's brilliant yeah like for a six-year-old actress yeah at the time she's she's well spoken yeah in, in english as well you know yeah. she's such a sassy character yeah. for her age she kind of you're gonna laugh now hmm. kind of reminds me of me when i was little right okay. i was such a diva when i was little like i had this sass and i i didn't have a problem mm-hmm. telling anybody if they miffed me off like i would tell them yeah um, <laughs> and i could go i, I had this mean hard stare like, a bit like Paddington doing the yeah, but I and I used to be able to use it really well. So like my sister was older; she's two years older than me. Yeah, she was bullied in school by this girl, mm-hmm. and I went over. Only we were in primary school, and yeah. I went. I'm going to go and talk to this girl. She's not picking on my sister. Yeah. Thinking how embarrassing must that have been for Sarah that her little sister was then going over to the bully yeah. and having a word. Uh-huh. Like that's going to make Sarah look completely ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but in my head, I was helping. Yeah. So I think Hush Puppy for me resonates with you a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Obviously, she's way hardcore than I could ever be. But does that independence at such a young yeah, she has like a sweet, innocent outlook on how thing the world works. Really, it's kind of like really adorable as well. It is. It really is. It is. Like, I feel for her though. Like, there's parts where she's crying out for her mama, yeah. and it's like you just want to look after her, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You really do. Um, but at the same time, you know she can look after her, herself. So, yeah, she kind of seems like that strong enough and independent enough to look after herself. Even though she shouldn't have to be oh, at no. six years old. No, no, no. But she seems fairly capable. I mean, the fact that she's kind of like, almost like got her own place to live and her dad kind of like lives at almost like the other end, like back in the garden or essentially what they say, the garden, really. Yeah, and she cooks her own food, food. and, and sorts everything out for herself. Yeah, and there's this, again, this theme with like heartbeats as well that kind of come, comes into play because she kind of see at the beginning like listening to the heartbeats of the chick that she picks up and like listening to how it's um you know beating and everything and seeing like how you know how how they're feeling i guess yeah yeah it's really in tune with how people are feeling and yeah. not really selfish on us on herself really she's she's a lovely character i just kind of wish better for her yeah because his dad seems as sort of a bit pipe bipolar doesn't he and he's a douche i don't like him like she i think that's why she reminds me of me a little bit not saying my dad's a douche it was more the fact of the fighting him so yeah 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 i am known my nickname as a child is called duffin 
I spell it as, and I know people are going to tell me it's wrong. I put a D in front of Sophie, basically, and mm-hmm. get rid of the S, which is Dauphin. Dauphin. But Dauphin. I think it's D-U-F-F-I-N. Duff, like, Duffin. Duffin. Yeah. yeah. Makes more sense. To, but but you, you can do your P-H as an F. Right. Like a F. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> So the reason why I'm called Duffin is I used to play fight with my dad and that's the only kind of thing we would do. I wasn't really a daddy's girl. I just liked beating him up um, to the point of where once he upset me in Asda and I decided to just punch him in the stomach in the middle of Asda. Yeah, winded him. And I, yeah, and yeah. I winded him. And that kind of, I think, was where she <laughs> reminded me of me mm-hmm. when her dad was upsetting her. That she punched him in the heart, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Also, my dad's had a heart attack too. And I remember after the fact of my dad having that, I didn't want to play Duffins anymore. Yeah. Because I didn't want to be, beat him up and be yeah, my Yeah, injure him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's weirdly this resonated a bit too true to me. Because <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a few instances throughout the film where it's kind of like... You kind of wondering like he almost like a, a almost like a ticking time bomb. It's almost like you can't you tell he's not particularly mentally well or Stable, physically well, yeah. and you're thinking like oh is like where's he gone type of thing. He's, he seems to have disappeared, and then that instance where he's kind of been punched in the stomach and thinking is this the end for him type of thing, and then it's not. But it's not until much later on in the film where. And Hush Puppy's relationship with her dad, she does obviously love him and care for him. Right. She doesn't want him to go. Yeah. But at the same time, she pushes him away sometimes. Yeah, or he definitely seems to push her. Or he's kind of like, it feels like he's doing it for her own good. But he's it's... trying to do it for her own good, but it's it's not working. It's not what yeah, she it's... needs. Yeah, no, it's not he helpful. He thinks not he's helpful. making her independent, but he pushes her too hard. She's only six. Yeah. He needs to be thinking of who can look after her when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. And if anything, he's trying to make her really independent on herself which I know really you shouldn't rely on anybody to look after yourself apart from yourself but that's the whole reason why there's loads of people on this world yeah that is true people can be there to help you and support you but she sort of eventually gets to a point where she can where she thinks what she thinks is a like a mother enough in the distance almost like this lighthouse beacon that she can kind of see way away away and she manages to get to this place where it's Really, not all it's cracked up because it's kind of like a brothel on the waterfront, really. But the reason that she thinks that, bless her, is because her dad said that his mum, her mum went to, to sea. Yeah. So I initially was wondering, like, is she dead? Like, did she drown yeah. in the sea? Yeah. Or has she gone on a boat and left them? Mm-hmm. So there's, that was kind of never really truly answered. And even though we're in this brothel, yeah. And we think. And we think Hush Puppy may have found her mum. Mm-hmm. But you're still not sure. It depends on how you want to take it. Like, I'd like to think that was her mum, but then I feel like she should have come back with Hush Puppy. So then a part of me thinks her mum's dead. Yeah, or she's kind of like imprinting one of these women as the mother for her, really. Maybe she thinks that that is her mother, really. The kind of way it's kind of like the camera is kind of like kind of focus on this one in particular that it's like you're not sure whether that is 
her mother or not, or just somebody she kind of maybe looks like her, and it's like, oh, well, that is my mother, but it's it's not, it's not really. And so I think there's a constant thing throughout the film where she does want a mother figure. Yeah. A lot. You just want to take her in, don't you? And look after her, really. That that's how I felt. <laughs> I was like, I'll have a hush puppy, it's fine. Yeah. But we're not living in um bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> not meaning no. it's a horrible place, but I, I can't swim. So <laughs> no, no, no. I would drown. No. No. I think the first time I did see this film though, I think I was more upset when spoilers, the dad does kind of like giving him the implication that he's going to pass away because he's like, oh, no, crying now. But then he's crying and she's, like, really upset and everything. I was feeling, like, oh, a bit choked up there. But I didn't suddenly feel that this time. I don't know what. Maybe I was in the wrong frame of mind on it or something. Maybe it but... was me because I, I normally would feel something, but I really didn't like the father right. character uh-huh. that much. He came across a little bit like a dick mm-hmm. um, to me. Yeah. In, in the way that, like, I would not tra- treat, if I had a child like that. Um, yeah. So I felt like, to be fair, Hush Puppy might have been better off with without him. him. You did say that throughout the film, you're thinking, oh, he's almost like, I can't wait for him to, to <laughs> die, die, and then she can be like her own, own little story and not have to be worrying about him, yeah. So maybe that's because I was saying that, that maybe that touching moment for you was ruined, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, but... <laughs> but no, I just don't think he served her well, really. He tried, but he he was drinking... Like, the fact when he stayed there with the storm, like, I know, obviously, you love bathtub, but at the end of the day, you need to put your family first, and if this place is going to kind of have a big storm and it's going to flood... Yeah. And you can't live or survive there. Yeah. Cause then what... you, you need to do best for your family, not for the place that you live in. Yeah, it's all, all again about pride for him, really. But it's like, it's not really worth it when you, you could potentially drown or yeah. lose everything that you, you have. Like, I understand they don't want to go into society, and I get that. That might be scary if you're living that way of life. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure you could find another land or somewhere else where everybody else would go in. That you don't mm. have to conform to that way of living. No. Um, also, there was a scene where he was drunk while the storm was happening. Then goes out, her hush puppy's scared to hell. And he's got a gun trying to fight the storm. And I'm just thinking, oh, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. Yeah, yeah. You just... just yeah, you're yeah. almost like, oh, you're going to get yourself killed here. Just yeah. by doing that. Just by like you've got a responsibility to look after a child. You, you don't get pissed and start Such waving a gun around. No. I think one last thing before we get to scoring is like, what did you make of the actual like creatures that kind of like, I guess represent the. They look impending. a bit like balls, but yeah. the, there was a name for them, wasn't there? Flash... Or, aurochs, I think, was the. They've got bull horns. Yeah, they? On the, yeah. On the... To me, they just looked like a big ball. Um, they didn't. Mm. I didn't seem to be scared of them. No. Um. I do think there was a really powerful scene within them where you see that hush puppy. Kind of like confronts them. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's a really powerful kind of scene that you do get was kind of initially, I was wondering what the representation of the yeah kind of boar creature was. Yeah. But you kind of opened that up with the fact of like 
the rhinoceros and James and Giant Peach. Yeah, yeah. It's it's easier to think about that more so these days with, with those kind of things like how monsters are like from your imagination, aren't they really? And that's where they, they kind of come from. And in films like this, it's kind of like seeing, well, that's really what it's about because they mentioned about like polar ice caps melting and that's where they kind of like, you know, frozen in to. So then now they're, they're melting, so now they're more coming to life. So it's more an impending thing of the flood and everything that's kind of coming mm. their way. So It is scary because part of it is real. Yeah. You know, global warming. We've had a lovely summer in the UK yeah. this year, but then we had an absolute shocker of a winter last year yeah. coming into this year. Yeah. So it's... It definitely is one extreme to the other, it does feel. Mm. Um, there is one line, though, that Hush Puppy says. Mm. Once there was a Hush Puppy that lived in bathtub. Yeah. And scientists are going to know that she lived with her daddy. Yeah. And it's just, like, bless her. That little line is, like... She says it so many times, like, scientists are going to find yeah, out yes. about me. Yeah, and like it's so sweet yeah i know and then there was another line just going on to the factor with the dad because she thought she'd lost him again and she thought he could have been a tree or yeah. become a bug yeah and it's just the principle of the naivety but, even though she's so independent yeah at the same time yeah it's really endearing isn't it yeah yeah she's the best thing of the whole yeah movie oh definitely yeah it really really makes it mm-hmm. okay so, you have a score for this one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's going to be a nine. Um, no way. Just because of Hush Puppy. <laughs> 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 this was my favourite one out of all of them. Yeah. I really did enjoy Tampopo, but I feel like that this one was more... A, I had some connections with yeah, it. Yeah. I think That's good. Yeah. I understood it a little bit yeah. more. And... Um, Hush Puppy was just adorable. Mm-hmm. She's the best part of the film and she's the main part, so that's even better. Um, it makes you value what you've got as well, I feel, within this film. He's got some good morals of mm-hmm. kind of community and friendship and values in that sense. And it shows that actually you can be happy with minimalistic Yeah. And that does show in Tampopo as well, because the homeless people in that as well, mm. the happier, the less you have, the more you give. Yeah, that's true. And it does seem that way. Yeah. So kind of good morals, but yeah, just hush puppy. Like, come, I'd, I'd have a hush puppy. I would, I would adopt a hush puppy. Okay. Do you want a hush puppy? <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> okay. Uh, I, th- I'm going slightly lower than yours this time. Shocking. Yeah, it's going to be an eight. Okay, I can take that. So yeah. you preferred Tampopo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it's maybe because it was more like a fresh and interesting. Not to say this wasn't interesting again to see this film, but but you've seen it already, haven't you? Seen it. Um, I don't know. It wasn't didn't strike me or get me in the feels as much this time for whatever reason but still enjoyed it and like i said hush puppy is the star of the 
the film is rightly so because it's kind of like her story and her how she's getting through her situation in this crazy crazy world that she's living in mm-hmm. and everything so she's she's the best part of it but there's obviously there's i don't really think on the certain connections that you might get from this film so i'm kind of glad that you brought some new aspects to <laughs> i didn't really think that you can you know personally <laughs> relate, to, relate to, yeah, to well, yeah so that's good i'm glad you enjoyed it because i did wonder thinking she's probably gonna like this one the most i feel but i didn't know if there were certain bits in the film you're thinking oh this dad's a arsehole type of thing and so like, i'm not gonna like this kind of thing so i'm really glad that you really <laughs> glad had a connection with it yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's getting some good scores and i feel like yeah. there's gonna be a bombshell now it's gonna go all down, down now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with this one. So this is more the a joke, jokey one in a sense. But I thought it's it'll just be for a laugh, really, because the back end of the the day and kind of just like more zone out, really. But no. it's it's I've seen it a fair few times, and um, the first time I came, I don't know why you keep coming to it. Like I don't know why. <laughs> So, if you haven't guessed or you've pre-seen from reels and stuff, but it is Troll 2 that Why? we're talking about. The first time I ever knew about this film was, it's, it's almost like something out, like something weird, because it was like, <laughs> I guess it kind of speaks for itself in a, in a way. It was like a, you know, like a market stall type thing, like in a, almost like a car boot sale type of thing. Well, yeah, someone like clearly trying to shift it. How much did you pay for it? Uh, it was DVD, so it wasn't that much anyway. It was maybe like a couple of quid. So I'd... But it's the, the cover that really struck me. It was like this thing called Troll and Troll 1 and Troll 2. It's like a double disc. I think, oh, that's, that seems all right. Like a, a thing. And it's like, oh, this looks really intriguing. <laughs> Obviously, I know nothing about it at this point. And... I mean, Troll One is is fairly competent as a film. Really, it's actually got like if a decent story and a premise and everything. Mm-hmm. The effects in that are much better. Maybe that's something to look at in the future in, in comparison to. Please no. <laughs> but um, but Troll Two was like a bit of a like a weird, like mind blown experience. Like, what is this? What is this? Why? How does this connect to the first one in any way, shape, or form? Oh. It, and it really doesn't. And that's the the thing about it. And it's known as like one of the best worst movies. There's even like a documentary <laughs> about oh, it. That's a compliment. The best worst movie. The first thing is it should be called Goblins. That's true. Yeah, there's not a single troll. troll? This is. Yeah. So why the hell we're calling it Troll Two? Um, gobsmacked because. Everything is goblins. Even the fact that they're going to this place that is goblin spelled backwards. Nilbog, yeah. You know, so it's not troll, is it? It's not lol, lol, toll, lol, whatever troll would be. I can't even say it. Maybe that's why they did it, because it couldn't have... No, that's the whole crux of the story, just because they didn't spell it backwards without making it work. No, I think partly of it is down to the director being like 
foreign and not really kind of like Italian. You said, yeah, I think so. Like almost like broken English. So kind of like the tra- lost in translation as to what he thought a troll or a goblin was. Well, to be maybe, fair, but, I don't know what the difference is either. Well, isn't like it, you think of like trolls? I think of but you get different sizes, don't you? Because it's like the trolls in the trolls move little f- with the puffy hair type thing. Oh yeah. Um, but then you have trolls like Harry Potter. They're like massive, aren't they? And yeah. then like in Lord of the Rings, is you know, same th- same principle. So it's it's kind of like, well, what is what could you say is a troll? They're obviously different sizes. Like you would have certain well, animals. I feel like and... the troll is what you used to get in your cereal when you were little. Pencil topper, yeah. Yeah. With yeah. the hair, yeah, multicolored yeah. hair. Yeah. That's what a troll is to me. A goblin. Then... Don't have a clue what a goblin is. I just think of the fairly small things, but more like that live in caves and stuff, and a bit more well grotesque, like these things are. But um, yes, we have a lot of goblins. In this. So I think as well from the fact that we watched the previous films that we did, this made this one really, really worse. So first of all, you've got a young actor again, Joshua. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's no hush puppy, is he? No, he's really not. He's he's such a whiny, insipid character. He's just whiny for his granddad. I know his granddad is deceased, and that is you know it's quite sad. And obviously, he's like a medium that can speak to the dead. Um, yeah. Which you know what my story and background with that yeah. is. Uh-huh. Um, we will not go into that because it just scares me. Um, but the thought of his acting skills. Like, he's the best actor in here. The grandpa. Well, no, Joshua, like, is oh, right, the little I boy. Say, I said the grandpa was probably the best one. He's to... not there that often, though, so the little boy is it's better than his mum. <laughs> oh, yeah, God, yeah. And it's like, but then he's no hush puppy, so it's like, it's hard because... Yeah, you can tell, you can, kids can have talent and actually put a performance on, whereas... Yeah, this was just... But then, th- then to say he was near enough one of the best actors in it is like making this really, really hard to kind of slag him off because it's like he was the one. At least that he's kind trying. Of, yeah. yeah, tried yeah. to put a performance on, but he just doesn't have any talent. That's yeah, that's the thing. It's not for lack of trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the mum's acting is just shocking. Oh, it isn't just yeah. I just don't get it. Like, who thought she was a good idea to be casted? Was, to... was it the dad? I was like, who are the goblins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was that a band or something? Or... Well, to be fair, I'd, I'd, I'd say to you, what are goblins? Like, what would you define as a goblin? But, but that's not what she was asking. She was like, who are the goblins? Like, But she looked really, really, like, starstruck. Like... Yeah, yeah. Her eyes was always constantly wide and everything. <laughs> Well, her sister was not much better, I don't think, in terms of actually she's proper, like, almost hamming it up in a sense, like, uh, with a boyfriend that kind of... So over-exaggerated. Yeah. He can't stand you. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like... Like, that... so put on. Yeah. Like, you if know... my father finds out about you being here... Yeah, it's kind of like... You know she's acting, like, if that... It's trying too hard and... It's... It felt more like she should be on a stage. It felt like she should. She felt like she was on a West End or something, or like on a show. Um, 
Yeah. That people are watching, so she has to pronunciate and kind of be like really loud. Like she seems to overtake the scene with her voice uh-huh. and her pronunciation, and she has to be kind of like. But it's just so unrealistically staged and. Yeah, it's yeah forced. Yeah, like with the other films we've watched. The acting was pretty top-notch. You felt like you were actually just watching somebody's real life. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is what this should be about. It's like a family going on holiday. How yeah. real life can you get? You know, mm. everybody goes on holiday. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's relatable. Yeah. yeah, but it really isn't. No, just because of how they're acting and everything, yeah. Just, yeah, so already you get enough on a bad foot with acting skills like just shocking <laughs> and then we get to the place where and then it just gets even weirder from there yeah. why is all the food green because they like they're all vegetarian out there or something and it's... like apart from veg what other food can you think of that is green that is edible to eat it's all like i'm gonna say jelly but it's like lime jelly and stuff so... Yeah, or veg. technically. <laughs> it's not veg. But... You know what I mean, yeah. though? So it's still the same principle, isn't yeah. it? It's like, yeah. still vegetarian. Um, what other green thing? So wouldn't you be questioning it? Like, Yeah, no, they're, like, they're just accepting all oh, this food that they put out for us and let's just eat it. It's oh, like... it looks lovely. I'm like, no, it doesn't. No, it's like... Well, it's essentially like sweet corn with like green frosting on it, and it's like oh. so weird. Like, it's... why would you just start eating that? And yeah. the cake as well, like, yeah. it looks like a flange or something. Yeah. And it's like welcome, and it's like, well, it just doesn't look appetizing. So I don't understand unless I put like some kind of spell in the food for it to look more appealing than it does, because I'm pretty sure if these I'd... people are so gullible, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, let's just eat this food. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to eat it. Well, there's a couple of instances where that happens, and it's like there's a part where one the, the sheriff like offers one of the um, Elliot's friends who's the one who's pursuing Holly, the daughter, and they go on this this camper van and everything. He, one of his friends goes into town or whatever to get some food, and sheriff like offers him a sandwich, and that's covered with green stuff as well. And it's like, oh, just eat here, eat this. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. And it's like, what? what I'd gone, um, uh, what is what it? Is it? Yeah. Not, you know, before you shove it in your mouth, I'd be like, well, oh, what what kind of sandwich is it? Oh, no, you're okay. I don't like egg mayonnaise or something like that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of, like, other people like OTT, the, the woman who's, like, at this church house place and she's, like, the queen or whatever, she's Credence, she's, no, her name isn't, she's, like, proper, like, hello. It is I type of thing. Like, hey, come in, please. It's like so OTT. Like, yeah. Point on. It feels like something that you'd watch, like a creepy Halloween film. Like she should be cast. Like she's some like a pantomime villain. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Like you boo her yeah. when she comes on stage. Yeah. That's what it does feel like. It does. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You hit the nail on the head. And she's just cringe worthy. Mm-hmm. Somewhat pretty but ugly at the same time, which is weird. It was pretty later on, but... Yeah, but you know that she should be pretty, but she's yeah. look, look, appearing as ugly yeah, and yeah. acting ugly. Yeah. And it's just... I don't know. I'm, 
I just feel like uncomfortable with the whole film all the way through. I just don't like it at all. <laughs> and it's not really that... It's just bad. It's just... It's not really that bad, bad, but it's just, like... It's one of those things where it's... It could be better, but even if you improved it, like, it still shouldn't be a movie. Shouldn't been, shouldn't have been made. Just yeah. So like, yeah. It's just like, what? It's a waste the... of... Like an Resources, hour and a half yeah. of my time. <laughs> Thanks. And I've watched this twice now. I don't know why it's happened again. So it'd be funny just to look at back, reflect on it really. Um I was I don't know how many times I've seen this now, but it did it didn't really <laughs> Obviously you don't value your time. <laughs> It's more like a thing because it's it's funny to have a drink and watch it kind of thing. Is like I laugh how bad it is because some of the dialogue is just you're like, oh my god is like obviously one of the famous things in it and it's just like the the costumes are just really awful. Like maybe like one of the masks looks fairly decent, but they kind of recycling the same yeah. faces on things. So, you know, almost like paper mache type faces going on some of the costumes and it's like yeah it's almost like a kid's play isn't it it does feel that way and obviously joshua is the main lead and he's kind of when he's talking to his grandbass <laughs> grandbam <laughs> so joshua is obviously the main lead and when he's talking to his granddad seth yeah it's like that whole kind of mirror through yeah like, glow is just, like, that's not even real, is it? It's not even a great effect. It doesn't make you think that he's come from the dead or anything like that, yeah, do you? Yeah. You just know that he's an actor that is just popped up in a mirror. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, that's what it is. It's mm-hmm. not, it doesn't get, live, leave you wondering, oh, how did they do that? You're never thinking, oh, this is brilliant craft work. Some of the, there are some special effects, more of the, the prosthetic stuff sometimes like when you've got like the leaf branches coming out of fingers and stuff that does look fairly convincing sometimes some of the, the blood and stuff when it's you know like green liquid just pouring out there so yeah it looks a bit well no, a lot yeah a lot pretty rubbish but yeah there's just more i guess it looks more unsettling when it is like actual blood and stuff like poking out of the skin and stuff and it kind of looks a bit doesn't look comfortable to be wearing something like that or anything but yeah it's it did um on <clears throat> it's maybe not as as great as I do remember as as a, as a weird sentence as, as that may seem because there's like people in america who like have like these big like oh get you know cinema screens of seeing this and having a laugh and everything with this like you know conventions and almost kind of thing and it's like um, I, I i can't put my finger on it maybe this time it's maybe like oh yeah maybe it's not as great as i kind of remember it being but or it's like it's funny to a degree, but it's kind of like most of it is a bit of a slog in terms of like what's going on with the the story, and it's not it's not as no, it's not like a laugh a minute as such as you might think it might be. Like say something like, whereas 
like the room, for example, the oh hi Mark type of thing, which we will get to at some point. I don't but, want to. I really don't. But there's there's there feels like there's there is definitely more value in that, in just in everything. And I'll probably be sat there just no heart, cold stone bitch face, be like, this is not funny. And then you'll be like, oh, it's not as good as I thought it was because I'm not laughing. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like I was expecting you to be laughing through it like before and like I was through this, but it's kind of like you to point out the fact that, oh my God, these these actors are just absolutely awful. Like, they are, ah, they're so awful. This is like not how, how to not act and do a film. And I think as well, it, I think for you probably because we've seen two really good films mm-hmm. in the same day, maybe that had a knock-on effect. Mm-hmm. Like, also, with you trying to be a bit more critical-minded with film yeah. viewing, yeah. how can you score this yeah. highly oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you've just got nines and eights Yeah. and then these people can't even act? It's like, you can't do that, can you? No, you can't. Not even in like a nostalgia factor for me in this one. There's not much. Hell no. There's, 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 there's not like... Like, I, I let it pass, like, Pokemon. I understand yeah, the yeah. nostalgia with that, so yeah. that's fine. And the Space Jam but and stuff, yeah. Troll 2. Mm-hmm. I'm not letting that that one go. I'm, I'm wanting the low. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> will be. I've already got my score in, in mind. Yeah. Okay. Do you um, have anything else to add on then before? So, milk is free. Yeah. They don't have bacon, they don't do eggs or vegetarian. It's like... Well, if I'd known that and I brought my own food, why why has nobody brought their own food? Like, this is another thing. Like, I understand they're there for a month. Like, when we go to a cottage, we don't Yeah, you don't have to all... bring your own a month's worth of food. Do you expect the no, town to have stuff, don't you? For a week. Like, they literally rock up and they've got no food. And it's like, why didn't you bring any? Yeah. With you. Mm-hmm. You could have lasted a week not eating their crap then. You know, so just stuff like that. Well, it's like it's not realistic. Like people would have brought something mm. with them. They would not not have no food unless you're stupid. No. Um. You also get to a point of where, at the back end, obviously Joshua's kind of getting to a point of where he knows they're goblins. Or well, he's known like from the, the blooming get go. Yes, he peed on the food, didn't he? Initially, that you was can't like... piss on hospitality. I won't allow it. It's <laughs> a good. That's another favourite line of the, the film. But what are you gonna do to me, Daddy? <laughs> was it tighten my belt so I don't get hunger pains? I don't know if that's a, a thing. Is that gonna... a thing? No, I really thought it meant he was gonna take his belt off. Yeah, yeah. That's to what like was... whip him, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. To punish him, but no, I don't think that's. Well, I don't know. I don't wear a belt, but I don't. Maybe imagine... we should. We should. We all should try it and it's like, we'll, we'll lose weight just by doing... I wish. If that were a thing, wouldn't that be like a fad diet by now? Yeah. <laughs> Tighten yeah. your belt up and you won't eat as much. Yeah. <laughs> but at the back end when you get the goblins kind of coming over, they're like, oh, there's no food and oh, we brought you a cake and uh-huh. done a spread and... All of this, and then mm-hmm. singing that same song over and over and over again, and the clapping the hands yeah. in this weird, eerie, freaky way. Hey. Yeah, and then the family's just kind of sat around, like, well, what, you know, isn't this a bit weird? Why? Are we... And they're just kind of just like, yeah, just clap, and getting clap. closer to them, like, yeah. kind of like a ritual to Yeah, exactly. Them. Some sort of like sacrifice or something, which is essentially what they're trying to do. They're trying to 
make them eat the food, then they turn into this green vegetarian pod goo, whatever you want to call it, and then they start eating. <laughs> so they're kind of like vegetarian cannibals in a sense. So it's like not like eat outright eating meat. They're kind of waiting for the, the people to become slush, vegetable mush. And then, like, well, now we can eat you now, kind of Consume like you, because yeah, because they're not purified made, enough. Because they made a, a an effort to everything that that's some like statement or something about vegan vegetarianism. Like Joshua eats like a bologna sandwich at the end to kind of like, oh, you won't be pure if you eat that, and then he doesn't. It's like no, and they have to stay away. And it's like, well, if that were the case, let's just get some cows in here or something. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, get the boys in. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, just the principle of it. Yeah. Like, if that was the case, well, also my other argument: drive out of town. There's no food in. Yeah. Gollum. 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 Neil Bog. Yeah. Is Gollum a troll or a? No, he's he was a Hobbit. Remember. Yeah, but and what, then he what be- and it, then it became <laughs> yeah he used his own thing. <laughs> so out of Neil Bog, yeah. And just go to the nearest convenience store. Yep, you think it would so, wouldn't you? Yeah, just go. Get loads of bacon in. You're fine. Cook it off and scare them all off, no? Like, simple. No. And it's the most, like, shoe-horned, like, let's close it up with, only goodness can destroy the goblins. And it's like, what makes them good, really? Just, like, touch. No, not even, like, a clever thing of, like, you've got to do an incantation or something like that to stop. No, just touch this stone and... You are good, and that defeats them. Such a them. weak line, though, because it's like, well, why are they good? Yeah, what makes them good? In what way? What have they done her- yeah. heroically? Yeah, it's not to like... help anybody. Yeah, apart from Joshua peeing on food and whining the entire time, like yeah, yeah, he does. He was getting on my nerves this time a little bit. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. uh, like you get, I know, kid actors and stuff, but you know, they're not always the best anyway. But that's just, I'm just shut up. Really, and then they—I mean, we've got the other friends of um, Elliot's. I mean, I think only one of them gets away scot-free. There's that other weird thing with the popcorn. What does he? I don't know. Like the because you've the, got the one with the popcorn. Like what? I he, don't really know what happens to him. He's just buried in a sea of popcorn, and that's it. And it's like, oh, he says, no more popcorn. And then that's it. And that's, that's, that's <laughs> the thing you see of... But does he become cabbage liquidy goo? Because is No, I don't think he does. Also, does she just want some fun with him? I don't... It doesn't really make a lot of sense, because then as soon as she comes out, she's back to being old what? again. So it's like, I don't... She's make... exhausted her youth <laughs> or something. Like, who knows? It doesn't really make sense, but he, he can't is it really... Because... Joshua's touching the stone at this point, and that's why she can't finish him. So, to Greeny Goop, too. Perhaps, yeah. She has to go and sort other business out. Yeah. But the other two friends get... Yeah, the one who gets tender a plant pot, and the other one who's... <laughs> I don't think... I think I he dies. Yeah, yeah you, you assume so. Yeah. Don't actually see it. Yeah. And then that one with the girl. Elliot, yeah. Um, no, the other one that was like looking like Groot in a pot. Oh, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, him. But he um, goes after that girl, doesn't she? That scene where she's screaming and it 
with the green goop coming out of her yeah. and everything. It's like, this is going on for forever. And it's like, she's somewhat sexualizing it at the same time, like the way they like, had to get somebody so perfect with the body and everything. Yeah. You know, they didn't want just a blob, did they? Turn into gloop. No. I just don't know why, of all things, on a movie choice, you'd want to pick this. Like, I just, I don't it's care. So funny. We'd have to talk about it ever again. Thank goodness. I'm out of here. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now we'll go to a scoring then. Before you do go out of here. What do you think my score is? Um, is it going to be lower than Borat? Was that a two? Yeah. I think it's going to be a two. Two. Do I need to explain why? No. 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 It's I'm... just crap. Yeah. Crap, so... crap, crap, crap. Yeah. I think on on like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, I think it's rated like a 2% out of 100, so that's going to show us. So, right. So, listen to me, everybody. Don't listen to Paul, because he's going to score it like a 5 or something ridiculous. Uh, f- um, yeah, I mean, it's hard to justify, like, in the sense of, uh, yeah, for, for it in enjoyment of like having a laugh there's, there's there's value in that but in terms of actual all the content it's it's i guess it is even kind of a hard sell on that really because it's not i wouldn't say it's the best worst movie because not consistently there are bits that drag and it's not like oh this is really really funny type of thing so i think I'd maybe put it at a three. Thank God. I think, really. Okay. I'm sad to, to say, if it was like a... This means it's we hard can to, still it's get hard... married now. <laughs> okay. It's hard to, to put it as any higher, I think, because I was expecting to be like, uh, ripping it to shreds and like having a, a blast all the way through, but even, even with drink, it was like, oh, what's, you know, this isn't as good as I remember it being. I was just like, can it end? It's just like... Yeah, it's really saddening, but I'm kind of glad we've done this and talked about it, really, because... I'm just so glad that we didn't do a full episode on it. Oh, you know, no. Yeah, I don't think it was really worthy of doing that, so I think that's why we've gone... I picked that one out and... I just can't wait for my birthday now. <laughs> yeah. Because I haven't been able to pick one in a while. No. You haven't given me that freedom. <laughs> so, I hope you've all enjoyed listening to a movie marathon birthday number three yeah <laughs> yeah special um it's been really good fun we've enjoyed it haven't we at least oh you definitely yeah yeah um even though we have to watch 12 2 or goblin one <laughs> yeah that's the low point of it but we're still here yeah. to tell yeah. this tale yeah. aren't we yeah and if you've enjoyed this episode please do go check out all our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And, of course, we're on the social media platforms of Instagram and Twitter, mostly, under the handle SP underscore film viewers. And if you'd like to make a small donation to our cause, (laughs) then... Do go to our Buy Me A Coffee page and buy us coffee.
if you'd be so kind. Uh, you can buy Paul a coffee because it's his birthday. Uh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> also, you could leave us a review if you'd prefer to do that. That that works too. That's on, on Apple Podcasts, um, Podchaser. Um, I don't think there's anywhere else you can do that, but those are the two main ones you can do so. Please, please do that because it definitely makes us day. Yeah. Um, so it's lovely to see all these nice comments of people valuing our podcasts. Also, please reach out to us if there is a film or anything like that you do want us to review. You know, I'm really open to any films now, aren't I, Paul? I'm getting mm-hmm. there. Yep. Also, to be fair, Paul Blessing does a lot of work picking the films. So if you want to help him out and you yeah, think there's a film a, an idea, yeah. <laughs> that I might not like, <laughs> send it over. <laughs> so with that said, thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.